because once you recognize some of the small things and in the small moments of your life, you've got to find out that you really have it pretty great. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are feeling positive, happy, and full of energy because we just got off a great interview with Parisha Smith of the Positivity Charge. She reached out to us and we are so glad she did. Mm -hmm. Um, She does a lot of wonderful things in starting in the Philadelphia area, but she's moved on to Detroit and are exploring, you know, her and her partner are exploring other areas to bring their retreats. Um, She focuses a lot on obviously due to the name positivity, (laughs) um, how you can live a happier, more fulfilling life by shifting your mindset into one that's more happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that she talked about it as a habit that you can foster. So there's always the ability to grow and find the positivity in everyday life. We don't just have to go on cruise control as she I loved that analogy. Said. Yeah, me too. I'm going to spoil too much. Definitely steal that. <laughs> um, but no, this one is a great episode full of tips, tricks, tools that you can use to cultivate more positivity in your life and seek communities that are fostering those values. Absolutely. Before we get started, I have an unopened bottle of wine sitting here. Let's crack that baby open. <laughs> we have, we sit here with no corkscrew and no glasses. And you're like, let's go. Do we, should we grab the wine opener? I mean, that means I have to go downstairs. Well, and- okay, everyone, we have a bottle of wine sitting on the table today. It's the thought that counts. And we have a second interview right after this one. That's and really who I got it for because she's in person. She's coming over. It's going to be an in-person interview. And I felt like, for the love of God, I couldn't. We couldn't have a guest come in the beautifully Star Wars decorated office without that we, a glass of wine. To without a glass them. of wine, and it also was funny because we both had wine today too. We both were on the same. We were page. so proud. I know. Liz was like, "I brought over wine." I was like, "I bought wine." So now we just have extra wine, and nothing can be wrong with that. No. But before we get into the episode, we did want to make a quick plug into our live event, which is happening in two weeks. Um, We are hosting an event in collaboration with the Columbus Book Project at the Barrett Apartments where Liz lives. And it sounded like Mario, like when he jumps up, (laughs) when he like jumps into the (laughs) different worlds. Um, Anyway, and we are really pumped for this event. The Columbus Book Project is a collective of notable photographers, artists, designers, writers, and brands. And they are all rolled into two beautifully colorful coffee table books. So this is an opportunity if you live in Columbus to get a feel for who the artistic creative people are that are making this city so great. So we will be talking with the founder of the Columbus Book Project and basically drinking wine and just gabbing about why Columbus is amazing. Yeah, which you know from our podcast, you we already talk about all the time. So just- Keep on doing it. Keep on a talking. And we plan on having a little happy hour outing. It might not be happy hour anymore. Slash an outing afterwards. So if you listen to the podcast, bring a friend. We'll do the event. And then let's all go out and have a glass of wine afterwards. It'll be so much fun. All right. Well, 
Shall we hop into the episode with Parisha? Do let's. All right. Do let's. <laughs> let's go. Hi, Parisha. Thank you so, so much for coming on and talking with Wine and Shine today. We are so happy that we finally found a time that worked for all of us. <laughs> yes, me too. We were wondering if you would just give a little bit of background about who you are to our listeners and um, how you co-founded the Positivity Charge so that they can get a little um, little background on your life and who you are. Yeah, absolutely. So the Positivity Charge kind of came about over a whimsical cup of coffee um, between a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Rubina Tahir. Uh, we both are rooted into Philadelphia, and we love the Philadelphia community so much. We wanted to build something that was health and wellness-based, but really to tap into the positive vibes and really capture people in that way. Because I feel like so many of us go through things behind closed doors, but when we get together and we're able to communicate those things, it just really brings a a strong community, um, especially in the health and wellness, Mm -hmm. you know, setting. So we wanted to create something like that. And we just kind of looked at each other. We knew after, Mm -hmm. after sitting down meeting that we wanted to do that. So there was born the positivity charge. We have been to Detroit as well. We've done a retreat there that was amazing. The community so desperately needed something like that. And um, seeing how other communities are receiving the retreat, we want to take it to other cities as well. And for me, I personally am a blogger, I'm a writer. I love to I love to write and I love to write more so about my life personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I used to be a really afraid of doing that. <laughs> I used to be really afraid of being raw and being vulnerable, but um, I think that that's exactly what needed out there. So I like to call myself a life blogger more, mm-hmm. more than uh, what's trendy, the lifestyle blogger. I, I really talk about my life as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a wife and just kind of really dig deep into that. So you look out for that. It's like an upcoming blog that's coming. I love that because I feel like in today's age of social media, people steer away from having a lot of those raw, vulnerable conversations because it's not putting like the shiny, happy image forward that people always put on social media. So I love that you're using using that medium as a way to talk about important things like I know anxiety and other things that you have struggled with. I, th- I just think that's great that you're vulnerable in that story. It's really hard because I mean, even with starting my blog and Liz, you're thinking about starting your own blog here soon. It's I like am. The topic of conversation that always comes up is how much do I want to share? <laughs> like it's so intimidating and it's so hard to do, but then you realize like, for example, the whole reason I even wanted to start a blog is because I was helped so much by other people's vulnerability and it's it's just very needed. We need to know that other people are going through the same things that we are. Yeah, and I, what came about that is exactly what you said. I would go on social media or any anywhere else, and I saw the progress of other people, and I judged myself against it. Yeah. I did that so often, mm-hmm. and that made me go, like, I can't be the only one that's doing this or the only one that's, that's that's becoming like like self-damaging because you're like, if I'm not going as fast as that next person, there must be something wrong with me. Yeah. And that happens so much. And and you know what? I'm just I just want to be a voice and say, you know what? That's not true. Everybody's highlight reel on Instagram and Facebook and different things like that is not always what's exactly going on behind closed doors. So true. Yeah. 
I, w- I was having a moment the other night where I hadn't worked out in like a couple of days and I was just really tired and I was scroll- scrolling through Instagram and there, of course, I follow fitness people. I'm like, oh, <laughs> they're all working out and getting in, you know, their time. And here I am like mm-hmm. laying in bed. And I was like, you know what though? Like, it's okay for me to not want to work out right now. But it's hard because you're right. Everybody puts the, the highlighted version of themselves on Instagram or on Facebook. And it can be kind of damaging if you're not in the right mental headspace to see yeah, all of that. Exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of where the blog, not just from there, but from other places yeah. too, um, where I just kind of felt like this might be my my place where I can speak freely. Now, you also have a, a background in culinary. Is that correct? So has that played a role in developing the positivity charge? Yes. Yeah, so um, I got heavy into the culinary um, experience of Philadelphia. It was one of the, the most thrilling things I've ever done. I worked with the Food Network down in, in New York for a little mm-hmm. while um, during last fall and um, just kind of producing a lot of local segments um, in Philadelphia. So I'm a foodie at heart. So I like to write about food as well and and different things like that. So I haven't done a whole lot of uh, food <laughs> lately, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that's near and dear to my heart. I'll tell you, we went to Philadelphia. Now, Nina, you were gone for... What were you doing when Kelly and I were exploring? Uh, I went to go see Waitress in New York. That's right. Yeah. You, yes. Our friend Kelly and myself went to explore the Philadelphia food scene and it did not, like, we went to restaurants and I was, like, in tears because I love yeah. food. Yeah. yeah. You guys took me yeah. to one place yeah. and it was so good. I can't remember. It was the one that had, like, the donut balls or whatever. Lo- Lola's? Is there, like, a something garden? Lola's garden? Yeah, or? I think it is something like that. Oh, Tula's, Tula's garden. Tula's. Tula's. Yeah, that's Tula's. it. Tula's. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. The atmosphere alone would just win you over, right? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, it was so nice. It is. It's an experience. Di- food is a whole experience. That's where it makes me feel very positive inside. It does. Yes. Do you find yes, that it, it definitely does? Yeah, I was going to ask if you find that it affects your positivity or outlook on life to be involved in that. <laughs> yeah, to be what, in, in food period. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what? Because I met, I, I, I meet so, so many different chefs that come from so many different backgrounds, and it's amazing how their backgrounds and where they come from, and then where they are now, mm-hmm. and then to see some of their work. That's the part of what I do is kind of getting into the background of what they do and mm-hmm. how they do what they do, and then to see the finished product, nice and pretty on your table, it kind of gives you a deeper appreciation for the food. I don't know if you've ever done this before. Just just by chance, if you go to a new restaurant, check out who the, who the chef is and maybe by chance if that person is going to be there that night or whatever. But just just to have that deeper appreciation for their food is like, first of all, it's a, it's a big night to them, but it, it just gives you a whole different experience when you go into a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So I'm a bit of a food nerd, so <laughs> excuse me. I feel like Liz like wants to be a food nerd like I deep do. down. Like you love the whole... You love, like, everything about, like, sitting down at a nice restaurant I went and, like, to- your plate and your charcuterie or however you say it. I ate at a French restaurant last night, and I was like, this is my life. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> well, just kind of keeping on the topic of positivity, we actually, we really want to focus on just that topic in this episode because we feel like it's something that's so needed in today's society. Um, people are just bombarded with negative energy all the time, whether it's from, like, news and media or 
or work or just, you know, family situations. It seems like we're always surrounded with negativity. And your whole idea is to spread tools and resources for us to embrace more positivity in our lives. So how do you kind of give people the tools to embrace more positivity? So the first things first that we always tell them is to appreciate the small moments and the small things. That's the first thing first, because once you recognize some of the small things and in the small moments of your life, you kind of find out that you really have it pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, you know what I mean? And it, it's it's kind of those small, because when you think of everything in a, in a grand scheme of things, you kind of get worked up. You're like, oh my God, I got to, you know, this career and, and this relationship and all these different things that are playing huge parts of your life. When you look at them so grand, you, you get a little like, you know, like, oh, not great. Yeah. But when you really get to the small moments and the details, and that's kind of what we talk about a lot in our retreats and on our social media and different things, we kind of remind people just to stop for a second and just appreciate something small today. And a lot of the different tools that we also talk about is journaling. Um, that's now a lot of people are journaling, journaling in different capacities. And mm-hmm. even I think I saw a workshop on journaling. I'm like, wait, I need to go to that because I'm like, what exactly are you saying? <laughs> that people, a way for people to journal because there's so many different different ways you could do it and you can express yourself. But journaling is another tool that's so, so important. And one of our biggest thing, and which is why we're doing the retreats, is community. Having mm-hmm. a positive community around you is so important. You know how many times people have come to our retreats alone and they leave with at least like a couple of numbers, a couple of contacts, people that they can leave with and continue a relationship with. But that's so important. You know, I love seeing when people come in by themselves and they get an opportunity to spread their community or, you know, receive a community. That's huge. Well, when we went to the Good Fest, that's exactly what happened in Philly. Yeah. That's exactly what we came away with was that community. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it seems so similar. Like I want to go to more retreats and have more experiences that are just like that. I think too, when you talk about, you know, you mentioned like kind of the key to positivity to working more of it into your life is to stop and notice those small things that you're really appreciative for. I think that a lot of times what gets in our way is distractions. Like I feel like we're just as a society very distracted right now. Mm-hmm. I think it gets in the way of us stopping and noticing like the sunrise or I mean, I'm like all drive by places a million times. And because I'm like fiddling with my radio or like, secretly on my phone at a red light, you know, (laughs) things you shouldn't do. I just don't notice things. And all of a sudden, things appear to you. And I feel like distractions get in the way of not only positivity, but that community too, because we're so almost like self-absorbed with our phones Mm -hmm. that we're not looking outside to, to what it means to connect with other people in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. I I actually just learned about something like that. I I said, when you're putting your life on cruise control and, and and that almost literally, because I I remember one time and I'm sure plenty of people have done this. I I drove this road a million times, a million times back and forth, back and forth. And and one day in particular, it was at night I was driving and I remember everything by, you know, destination. So I was like, okay, there's the gas station and then there's the target. Okay. Now I'm home. Well, by the time I really, 
thought about it, I was around the corner from my house and I felt like I had just left the destination. I, I forgot the whole, I didn't see the gas station. I didn't see the target. Like I usually do. My whole drive was on cruise control and I missed everything. And that kind of draws a parallel to how we think about our, our lives. Sometimes we might be on, on cruise control so often that we're missing the, mm-hmm. the good stuff, the parts that we usually, or we should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're right. Sometimes it could be a distraction. It could be we just we're listening. So I I am terrible with that. Like I'll put on like one of my headphones. I'll be listening to a podcast because I'm addicted to podcasts these days. <laughs> so are we? So are yep. we? Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. And you guys are up on one year, right? Yeah, we did. Thank you. Like a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. It was our one year. Yeah. So exciting. Seems that like is so awesome. You know what else I love? The positivity charge came to you over like a cup of coffee. And I yes, feel like it was like with a similar. A right. And I feel like it's a similar situation of how we started. It came so. over a glass of wine, yeah. naturally. So oh, for wow. us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we came about. But it's so, I mean, it's so true. Like I've done the same thing where I'm like, how did I even get from point A to point B today? Like I am such, you're such in the zone. It, like I love the idea of saying you're on cruise control mm-hmm. because our lives are so you know, filled to the brim with all of these activities and work obligations. And it's not until you take a moment to like settle all of that and really take in each moment and like live in the now that you realize that there's so many wonderful things happening around you. Yeah. In the moments and the small things. Yeah, exactly. Is there any tips that you give to people that attend your events that help them stay focused in the now because sometimes like it it is truly autopilot. You don't even mean to do it. You just Mm -hmm. all of a sudden are going and you forget to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the biggest things is (laughs) the tips of letting go of control to regain Mm self-control. That's a huge thing because once you start letting go that you can't control everything because that's what we tend to do, especially, uh, and I have to say, especially as women and yeah. as our entrepreneurs, we want to control the situation. We want to control our families and, and everything. We, we, we don't even want to, once it comes time to, oh, I, I need a web designer. You're like, oh, I could do it myself. No, yeah. Yeah. hire a web designer. <laughs> so it's like we want to control a lot. But once we let go of that control, we regain that self-control, that way of we can make things really great for ourselves just by having that self-control. So I always say that a lot. And one of the things that we we all say a million times about control and then about communication, communication could be to yourself and then with others. So being able to unpack whatever it is that you're going through, like you could just present a, a, a package of stress, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That could mean a, a, a bunch of different things. And um, it's so funny because like I'm, I'm in a group with my church where we talk about spirituality and health and, and emotional. And of course I joined it because that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm like, and, and, and it hits home in so many different ways. And, and we do that. And we talk about that at the positivity charge about being emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding what it is that you're going through and then taking your time to fix it and don't get too overwhelmed. And and where that leads to is positivity. That's the land of positivity where you are clear and you are able to communicate and 
you know, and you have control. Mm-hmm. And that's the land of positivity. I love that because, you know, it's so evident when we're not physically healthy. Like you can, because you can actually physically see, you know, and feel if you're tired or you're bloated or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, But I always talk about being bloated. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so bloated all the time. That's like one of her key phrases. Maybe I should check into that. Um, Anyway, girl, I'm learning all about that right now. Um, But people don't, you know, when you talk about emotional health and, and that leading to a more positive life, like it's harder for people to identify when they're not emotionally well, especially because I think a lot of times we think, oh, it's fleeting, like this will pass. Um, But there's a lot, just like there's work that you have to do from a physical perspective to get yourself in a physically healthy place, there's a lot of emotional work you have to do to get healthy in that way. I think people also feel like they're weak when they talk about their emotional health. Mm -hmm. Because I know, for example, I'll be like, well, why is this bothering me so much? Or why do I feel so anxious about this? Like that person doesn't. Like why am I so sensitive? And then you feel like it's something that's wrong with you when mm-hmm. really that's not the case at all. Like you just need to unpack what what's going on and why you're feeling this way. And then once, like you said, once you get down to the bottom and the root reason for your feelings, it's like, okay, then you can start to find the positivity within it and also like release what's holding you back. Yeah, Absolutely. So do you think that positivity is something that comes naturally to some people and not to others? Because I swear I hear people say like, I'm just, I'm just naturally a pessimist, a pessimistic person, or I'm naturally optimistic. So what are your thoughts around that? Do you think that this is a habit that people can train within themselves? Absolutely. I do. I think that optimistic or pessimistic personality is something that learned and Mm -hmm. it's from experience and you can, you could, you can train yourself to flip either way. And if you really want to live a more positive lifestyle, you really will dive into how you can change into those things. Just like the analogy back into physical health, you can train yourself to drop those couple of pounds. You can train yourself to hit that handstand. You can train yourself. You can train your brain to switch as well. Yeah. Like, believe me, and it's so crazy. I was sitting in the car with my daughter and we were talking about just education in general. And I, and I don't know where this came from. I, I don't know. I just said, you know, your brain is a muscle. And every time the teacher gives you something challenging, it it challenges your brain and gives it that extra exercise that it needs. And every time you do it, you get stronger and you get stronger. She's going to seventh grade next year. So I said, so seventh grade is going to feel a whole lot easier for you because you're exercising your brain just that much. Mm -hmm. So don't get upset because something is challenging. Mm -hmm. Take it on and and exercise that brain. So I say that to say, as far as when it comes to positivity, whatever you have inside of you, your heart, if you you think of positivity within your heart, exercise that. It can definitely be learned and you just have to really go for it. If you already feel like you're in a slump and you're in a a bad place and you're like, how can I get from zero to 10 where I want to be? And it's just all about exercise. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm just thinking about you like sharing that with your daughter. And I just love that as a a non-parent, because I think, you know, that's what I would aspire to do with my child. But I love the idea of like, if you look at children and you talk about being optimistic versus pessimistic, I feel like children are naturally just so optimistic and so hopeful. Mm -hmm. And so if, you know, as a parent, if you're telling them those messages, I feel like you're going to help them 
carry that on into adulthood and keep that childhood optimism for longer. I feel so passionate about that too because I teach middle school and I see like, you know, we're all born with no baggage, right? So you see like little kids and they are, they're, they just live in the moment and they're always so like, you know, optimistic about life. But then as they get older, especially into the middle school years, oh my goodness, it's like life and people and hormones. outside forces and hormones, <laughs> like it all just collides. Yeah. And then, you know, I've, I've read this numerous places, but our brains, like they just try to protect us, right? So it's like, we sometimes think negatively as an instinct, like, cause we're trying to protect ourselves, but it's so important, especially at that age, like your daughter's age to teach children that we don't have to default to that negativity. Like we can always look around for the positive in the situation. And I think if we start teaching these kids, cause oh my goodness, they're so stressed. They're so worried. Like they have yeah. such yeah. bad images of themselves. If we start teaching them that when they're young, then it'll just get easier as they face challenges when they get older. Exactly. Because they get so stressed as soon as a challenge comes because they're not used to it. They're like, and this challenge, they kind of have to take on for themselves at this age. You know, mommy and dad are there to help. You have teachers, you have people supporting you. But it starts to get to an age where you have to kind of take ownership. Mm -hmm. You know, push past the challenges. And I think that's where kids kind of get into that, you know, I can't do this, Mm -hmm. I can't do this. And then, you know, they have to have a lot of support. Right. And also I've noticed if you have that thought as a middle schooler, then it leads into things as a high schooler. And then it takes, it goes with you through college. And then in the workplace, it just, it just gravitates to other things that you're doing as you get older. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I just, it it makes me, it just having a middle schooler, I'm like, the whole premise about positivity and, and community, I just feel like it really is needed in the yeah. schools. And I, I don't know how your school district is there, um, but um, for, and, and hopefully I'm not too off topic, but um, for our school districts here in Philadelphia, they lack in a lot of that, those type of um, activities mm-hmm. and extracurricular um, things for kids, for groups to go in. So very, not often do you have a, a maybe a nonprofit or any kind of organization that comes in and talks about those type of things for kids. So they really just rely on their home life yeah. and their teachers. And that's a lot to put on a teacher. So yeah. I sympathize. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm re- actually really proud of our school because we're starting this whole... Um, positive thinking and like trying to get our students, we're trying to like, we'll do these positive quotes in the morning. And then we have one teacher who's actually leading a way for us to add. I don't know. I want to say like, she's trying to build a culture of positivity within the school. So we even were looking at getting somebody in to do yoga with the kids and you should lead, do, like, that. Meditation. You do that. I know. Well, I was going to help with that activity. Um, and then awesome. we started a group. We use something called Schoology. It's like Facebook, but for the school. And teachers will be posting positive videos on there and the kids can share things. And I'm yeah, Shanahan's kind of rocking it in that that world right now. It's making me super That's proud. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I would love to hear more about that as it go along. So let yeah, me know. That definitely. I have, I want to kind of step back a little bit. So I know that you used to struggle with anxiety and I'm not sure if that's still something that you struggle with in your day to day, but how has that played a role in your positivity and just how you lead your life? 
Yeah, so it's still a struggle for me, not as prevalent as it used to be. Um, I struggle with anxiety in small form mm-hmm. um, in childhood all the way through. High school, I was the overachiever in high school, and um, any small hiccup, I was the kid that was like, I can't fail, mm-hmm. you know? So it was a lot of small moments like that I, that I really didn't identify um, back then, but um, into adulthood, it really affected me physically and mentally, like very paralyzing, yeah. paralyzing sadness from time to time if I became overwhelmed if I put too much pressure on myself and that's in a whole lot of areas, you know, just career relationships and different things like that. And, and, and which is why I, I am doing the positivity charge. And I felt like it was so important because anxiety is real Mm -hmm. and it happens to people and it sneaks up on you. It's like, you know, I'm really goofy, so don't mind me, but it really just kind of sneaks up on you. Sneaky. It's like, it doesn't really just like, pop up it just kind of slowly I know and you're like I'm there I'm there I feel that like me and Liz both know well it just kind of comes on and sometimes you're like where did you even come from I think it's like you with your how you were talking about your childhood like for me and anxiety is adulthood I just you realize you've had it all along yes you just didn't recognize you just thought you were doing the right thing you thought you cared about things and so if you care about things you kind of stress out because you care about it yeah so yeah it's it's hard to identify it and then like you said it's just voila (laughs) all of a sudden it's like stopping you from doing things that you want to do exactly and 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 it's really tough you know as a mom to have that happen because it'll be definitely times and it leads into dips of depression because Mm -hmm. i would just not want to do anything, talk to anyone. And, and my kids didn't really understand. Well, mostly my daughter, my son is four. So Mm -hmm. this, a lot of this was happening pre, pre, uh, his time before his time. So my daughter kind of witnessed a lot of it where I would just kind of shut down. I didn't really want to talk. I Mm -hmm. wasn't as playful as I usually am. And, um, you know, so it, it, it took a toll and, it took a lot for me to ask for help and seek counseling and find out what was the root of my anxiety. And my personal experience with that really drew up something in me where I was like, I really want to do something that can help someone else. Mm-hmm. Then it, it may not be anxiety that they're going through, whatever it is that they're going through. It could be something that's not, it could be something more crucial. Or it could be something a little less, um, but wherever they are that, you know, the positive charge could be a community where they can say, you know what? I don't feel like it today. I'm not awesome today, mm-hmm. but tomorrow I plan to be. And, and, and that's kind of why, you know, this is so near and dear to my heart. Mm. I love hearing about when people have their own and what a positive thing for you to do. You know, you have your own struggle and this issue you go through and you're kind of like, I don't want anyone else to go through this and feel like they don't have a community or a group of people that they can reach out to and engage with to get help. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love hearing about, you know, we go through these darker periods in our lives sometimes, but there's always light that comes out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like when people go through dark periods in life and it's in that moment, you're like, this is this is terrible. Like I feel like I can't see the positivity coming out of this. But then you realize that when you go through those and you come out the end of, of that experience, you're stronger. You have something you can teach somebody else. I mean, 
for me, the, the hardest times I've been through have literally transformed what I'm doing with my life. So, yeah. yeah. So tell us about the retreats and how you've seen, how you've seen people benefit from that community. What kind of programming you have in them and the results you've seen from putting them on. So from the very first one that we had um, last year, it was in the the wintertime. From the very first one, we knew that we had something. Because we initially anticipated, we wanted it to be small. We anticipated 30 people. This is so funny. So we anticipated 30 people. We're like, oh, we'll just have a get-together and just really dig into people, bring some really great positive vibes. That's all we were anticipating. Mm -hmm. Well, the 30 turned into 75 really quick. So, yeah, and I think that that's how we found out that this is a huge thing for people, that it's not, it's, it's not just health and wellness in general, but it's the mental wellness that they're, yes. like, hungry for. Yeah. And um, that alone really showed us. We were watching the tickets, and it was like, okay, all right, so we have to open up this space a little bit more. <laughs> and luckily, we had a great venue that was able to accommodate, but then people started coming in, and... Just I remember it like it was yesterday, just like seeing people come in and they're like, wow, this is so needed in our community. Like mm-hmm. of people, there were men and women. I was really surprised by men. There were men and women and um, just coming together and just seeing and some of the feedback that we got afterwards for that one. And also we did another one in the spring in Philadelphia. Some of the feedback definitely was about people that came alone. And then left with new friends and yeah. new, and um, you know what I mean, and, and a new inspiration to keep going and things like that. That was like our biggest thing, and we were so proud of that because that's where we came from. We both were like, we're both like social people. My mm-hmm. partner and I were both social people, but we all we both come from a place where we're like sometimes being an entrepreneur gets lonely. And she's a chiropractor, so she's she knows all about it. Like she works on her own and she does her own thing. And she's like, she's amazing. And she's like, sometimes it gets lonely being amazing. amazing You know, and, and sometimes people don't get it. They're like, why are you working so hard? And you're like, you don't understand. This means so much to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and once you get into a community of people that are all like, do it, go for it. I'm here. If you need me, let's do it. You know, it really boosts the morale. Oh my gosh. Again, like I, I'm seeking out more opportunities to involve myself with communities that are just like that because I like, again, I know I'm going back to the good fest. It just reminds me so much of that experience. What you're saying is like leaving and the vibe you get when you're around people that all have the same intention and the same, like they're all vibrating from the same energy source. It's just, it's kind of a yeah. one, not a once in a lifetime thing. I guess I don't want to say that because you can get it more than once in a lifetime, but it's just, a <laughs> it'll really, stick with you. It'll stick with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that there are so many other um, groups that are doing this. Like it, It's so inspiring to see and it's women and I love yes. it. Mm-hmm. And it just pushes us to do it. You know, we, we got to do it internationally. Women just do it. 
I don't care where you come, what group you're with. It could be the, and I love the Welsh Summit, the Good Fest, all of them. We're all like out here just like killing it. And I love it. <laughs> you guys definitely need to come to Columbus. I was just going to say, I was like, like can we I- do a wine and shine positivity charge collab? Because that would be amazing. I was just going <laughs> to say, I was going to be like, might I mention the 14th largest city in the United States? Columbus would eat this up. They This community is so like about health and wellness and positivity. And I know, like, I just can see it thriving. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Invitation accepted. That's amazing. We were, we were looking at Columbus. It's so funny because we were, like I said, my, my partner's in Michigan and how far is that? Like it's not five hours. Yeah. 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 So yeah, because um, like she drives there from time to time. Yeah, she drives. I'm like, what? Okay. And now, uh, so she loves it there. She loves it Chicago. The whole like Middle East, uh, not Middle East, Midwest. 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 <laughs> I'm terrible. Don't laugh. Oh my gosh, I am the worst. Like honestly, the worst. And my kids at school will even ask me questions, and they like call me out on things. Like I don't know my geography. Ask Cody. He's like, you're the worst at geography. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I'll pull out a map. I'll show you. Like, yeah, but no, yeah. Columbus is definitely on our list, and we, we, we. I've never been. My partner has. But Come on out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll show you around. Yeah. I think what we need to do. I've said this before. I feel like we need to like have a party with all of our podcast guests. Oh my gosh, that would be so much in fun. one place. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh gosh. Just my get everybody God. together. It would be. There's the community right there. It would be a rocking time. It would be. That would, that would. And I'm an avid listener of you guys' podcast, so I love a lot of the people that you have on, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, we appreciate that. So where can our listeners find more information on the the Positivity Charge? If they want to attend an event or connect with you guys in any way, how can they do that? Yeah, so they can go to www.thepositivitycharge.com. Um, they can connect with us there. They can also connect with our um, growing community on Instagram, The Positivity Charge. Um, we're on Facebook as well, The Positivity Charge. And we are on Twitter, The Positivity C. Any upcoming events that are in the works right now? So we are planning our spring slash summer uh, retreat now. So I can't give out too many details, mm-hmm. but um, we're planning it. Um, it's going to be in Philadelphia for sure. Uh, we want to make sure we stay in Philadelphia annually. Yeah, yeah. And um, the second city, we, we're, we're kind of keeping that as a secret as well. But Columbus, <laughs> maybe the second city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll have to... When, can, when will we have... Um, info on Philadelphia. I know, because me and Liz are like, like, we gotta go. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, you know what? You guys are gonna be on our ComCom VIP list. We can make sure we can get that out. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, our mailing list gets all info first. Oh, awesome. um, As far as ticket sales is concerned and things. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on. I am, I'm like already feeling a little bit lighter. I know, I feel more positive. I do too, (laughs) honestly. And it's making me want to seek out more opportunities to involve myself in communities that are are featuring these sort of lifestyle changes. So I really appreciate you coming on and talking to our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. 
Well, a big thank you again to Prisha for coming on. Seriously, we feel lighter and happier, and I know our audience feels the same too. So a big shout out. Just go to thepositivitycharge.com. Make sure you sign up for her mailing list, as she said that is the best way to find out ASAP once that summer-spring event launches later this year. Me and Liz are definitely going to try to go to the one in Philly because it sounds like an amazing opportunity. Yes, yes. So a couple housekeeping things. Um, First of all, don't forget to head on over to patreon.com if you want to support us. That's patreon.com slash wine and shine podcast. We obviously have hard costs associated with the podcast and um, would very much appreciate your support. Um, We do have some donors that like to shout out my mother, Rosemary. Mm -hmm. Go Rose. A big shout out to her. Um, She's always been a supportive, wonderful part of my life and obviously continues to do so. Though I think she called it something like Parthenon or (laughs) Parkway or something that was absolutely not the right word. Wait, what was she like? Liz, I donated to Parkway today. Yeah, she... I'm going to be a donation of Pizza Pie Club. Just picking like random P words. (laughs) Um, Um, Patreon. But thank you, Rose. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We also have another sponsor, and that is the Almost 30 podcast. They are honestly the sweetest girls. They were on our podcast. If you have not listened to them by now, you definitely should. They honestly, like they practice what they preach. And I know Krista and Lindsay, both of them are so wonderful at giving back. And I just, I was so excited to see that they also donate to Patreon. So thank you ladies for doing that. Yeah, so if you would like to have your name shouted out on the air and in our e-newsletter, which mm-hmm. goes out on Mondays, Woo-hoo. the weekly wind-up, which you can access at wineandshidepodcast.com and sign, sign up. up there. We will sing your praises if you donate to Patreon. One last thing, do not forget to head on over to the Wine and Shiners Facebook group. Yesterday we were talking about some pumpkin soup, which I then promptly ate at... Did you end up making the pumpkin soup? Hell no. I ate it at a restaurant. Oh, got it. You know what, though? I am actually going to be making soup tonight, I think. I'm going to try the pumpkin soup recipe. Yeah, it's really good. I've only had it at restaurants because, again, cooking. But it's been really good at restaurants, and I'm sure... I'm sure you can pull it off. I'm going to try. Culinary skills. I'm going to see what happens. Um, But yeah, head on over to our Facebook group, which is The Wine and Shiners. And we usually just gab about silly things over there and share cute and amazing videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Do it. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us for another episode, and we will catch you next time. See ya. See ya.